Hello everyone and welcome to episode 13 of Barcast. Woo! I am Woo! your host Chris Phillips and that is my co-host Mark Chappell. How's it going people? How's it going? And uh, we have a special guest for you tonight. Oh we do indeed. Uh, truth be told, I don't know a lot about him. I thought I would but I don't. So this will be a fun one. And we have Glenn Sargent. Let's bring him on. How you doing, Ole? So welcome then to the lovely Barcast. Hi guys, nice to see you again. <laughs> yeah, good to see you, bad. Like, episode 13, the penultimate one of season one. It's insane. It what made you decide to end it on the season? Was it just coincidentally because it ended on the end of the year? Yeah, pretty much. We felt that um, because it was going to come out, like the last episode's going to come out so close to Christmas and New Year, we felt mm. like it'd be a good time to like take a break, like recharge okay, so yourself. We won't be doing a New Year one. We're not going to be doing a New Year one. Because it would land on New Year's, right? Uh, it I'm, lands, I'm uh, the day after, January 2nd, it would have landed. Okay. However, we are looking at, I am looking at uploading a video on the 2nd. Okay. For Barcast. But it won't be an then. official podcast. It will just be like a bonus video. Okay. And then we'll probably take a few weeks off. Uh, let, let, because where I work, it's just going to be mental over Christmas. I don't have time to be thinking about anything. Like yes, my personal okay. channel's going to be uploading early. And then I'm going to do nothing but work. <laughs> I've, I've taken all my holidays off this month in hopes that everyone else takes their holidays off over Christmas. So that I don't have to work. Smart. Oh, nice. Yeah, no, it nice. worked out the last two years in a row, but now there's way more people at our company, so I don't think it'll work out, but here I am trying I it, luck. so we'll see. I wish you luck. But yeah, well, I'm not allowed holiday over December because it's a butcher's. Yeah. So Everyone wants I, their meat. I won't. My next annual leave isn't until the end of January, in which I think we're uploading. Season two, episode one, I reckon will be on January 30th. Will there be a big change for the second season? We don't know. We're going to have a meeting about it in between December we'll be and January. We, we'll, we'll be better at doing it. Yeah, we'll different, art different art styles. Different art styles. Well, if it's different art styles, I need to talk to our artist. <laughs> New backdrops, maybe. Who knows? We'll find out. Well, I know. We could be drunk. <laughs> we might actually be drinking. <laughs> That's just an excuse, Mark. Never <laughs> <laughs> an excuse, always a reason. But yeah, it's it's going to be good. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. And obviously, we're going to have some repeat guests because we've really enjoyed the five guests we've had on this season. And we're mm. going to have some new people as well. So, but I like the podcast stuff because of... Um, I don't think it matters how successful something has to be i really like hearing about people that do stuff mm. like it just motivates me you know 
And that makes sense. It's like a part of a big part of my job is just like fucking doing lots of stuff in extra time and things like just as a general, uh, general software engineer or whatever, you work on these things called open source projects. And, um, it's so demotivating because it's like, Oh great. I have to work again, but like, you know, unpaid. And, uh, it always feels like a job, but like you get really, really motivated when you just hear about people doing shit. Like gets you up, you know? So you're not just like fucking watching the hundredth Netflix series, the next season of Vikings. (laughs) Yeah. I I love hearing about stuff. Like uh, I basically like only surround myself with people that like do stuff. That's you know how like yeah, that's good. I like hearing about it. That's why I'm uh, that's why I'm so supportive of it because I'm like fucking love the fact that you guys do. It. That's why I push it. Yeah, I have to say you do. It's my own gain. Sorry. That's fine. Well, thanks to like you gave yeah. me a message what May June time of this year, going, oh, are you gonna do anything with bar chats and like yeah, you know why? Because I was fucking refreshing your Twitter. Like every day, dude, and your YouTube. Because I was just like, I was just like, dude, they're gonna they're making a podcast on like Marvel anime and like games. Like, what are they gonna talk about? I'm so curious about that. Like, and then I, I gotta know. I've gotta know. I've gotta know. And then you did like one 15 minute episode or whatever, and I was like, nah, I ain't doing it. Don't message Chris. Then ain't cutting it. And then like a month later, episode one came out, and then we've yeah. been religiously every other week since. But no, we're yeah. Really- We've really appreciated like the support of yourself in that. Like it's been really I think that's motivated us to do Yeah, just just you hobby. two yeah. has been enough motivation for us. Yeah. The thing is is you get like at least in my opinion, you get so much out of it regardless, right? At least I think so. I think there's a lot of skills and stuff in like developing this type of shit. So like even if it's never heard by anyone, if you didn't even upload it, mm. like I still think it's worth it. Well, the episode with Nat, I believe, is nearly has gone over a hundred views. Yeah, the power of thumbnails, mate. Yeah, that that her thumbnail was great. Maybe Natalie's oh, just secretly was. famous. Yeah. So, but yeah, I believe the Halloween special got over a hundred. I can't be outdone. No, it is. Uh, until she comes on next time. <laughs> well, I guarantee I'll get more views. Is that a bet? I'll make it happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you're going to have to do some social media. Like, look what Me I and Natalie will compete. <laughs> That'd be great. I can't do that to you guys. I've got too many fucking weird stalkers and shit. Oh, it's worse. It would be good. Yeah. Like, we just like set up a rival car. <laughs> I get oh such odd messages and stuff. 125 for Halloween. Last I saw it was 103. Mate, that's gone out. Maybe she's I was only famous. last week. Yeah. Maybe she's famous and none of us know. I think, I think she is. Yeah. Or maybe she's just spam refreshing the bedroom. <laughs> so I think I think it was what was it? It was the it was the clip that got posted on Discord because that, that's when I finished burying this wire. Um, I saw it on the thing there. It just looks so funny with the helium and that. I'm oh was... yeah, the uh, she beat Doctor Eggman in 22 seconds. And yeah, it, that's I a mean, big deal I... for Natalie, by the way. <laughs> she plays fucking Mean Bean Machine like 10 hours a day. <laughs> yeah, but oh, the, the the energy of that stream was great. But 
Yeah. The thing is, I, I tell Natalie, mate, I promise you every week, I'm like, Natalie, do you want me to get you a computer? Natalie, do you want me to get you a computer? I'll get you a computer. If you want to stream, I'll get you a computer. If you want to play games with Chris or whatever, I'll get you a computer. And she's like, nah, nah, nah. And then it's like, hey, can I use your computer? <laughs> just started playing shadowlands man just wanted to get level 60 and she's fucking <laughs> taking my computer for five hours <laughs> Bless her. i don't mind but it's just like every like every week dude on my job to get you a computer and she's like no 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 <laughs> and then like a week later it's like oh i want to stream vr and i'm like okay fine i guess but like you should have just let me bought you a computer <laughs> Do it. Just get a one. Yes, yeah, it's, it's too expensive to be uh, underused, though, you know. And also, I've got my second curtain for myself. As a little shaped desk is going to disappear. I bought two desks for myself because of uh, I wanted the space and I'd have to sacrifice one of them. Nah, just get another one. It's fine, though. <laughs> Just get another yeah, one. Yeah, I, mate, I thought about it. I thought about that. I, I thought about just, that. Just have a like. In thing the is, back. I want this. That was where my desk used to be. Yeah, I yeah. remember because it was there when I came up. Yeah, it was just so awkward. Which was three months ago. <sighs> mate, it's almost been a year since quarantine. God. I've been working from home for a year now, actually. On off for I eight think, months. Yeah. Yeah. Eight months. Yeah, I think um, March twenty third. I think come January, it's been a, a year full time working from home. Damn. I worked from home full time before though, and our company's kind of adjusted to it a little bit. But um, my the we're a bit more relaxed over it. They're just like, oh, just come back to work whenever you feel like it. The office is still being paid for, but no one goes into it. Um, so I'm gonna feel like it in a few years, I guess regardless of a vaccine it's just the thing i miss about it is um there was like this trifecta of asian food places we ate at me and my colleague there was a a japanese like a ramen place Mm. there was a thai cafe and there was a no it wasn't even a yeah there was a korean barbecue place and we always ate at one of the three all the time and they were all really good and i Mm. really want to go eat there again um that's fair all next to my office but like i've not even left my fucking i've not left my local local town i've not gone into central at all like or left my local town at all in the last like year but i'm starting to get a bit impatient about it most of the time i'm like oh i don't really get why people are bothered by it (laughs) man i just want some tom yum noodle soup so bad i think it's just the main thing it's like where everything used to be the norm and now it's it's gone taken for too long yeah well, i think i've just like for me in particular where my job doesn't necessarily get affected by it because i'm like mm. fortunate and privileged enough that that's the case um i've also lived working self-employed working from home for over mm. a year before when i went through my little uh watch every show in an anime phase <laughs> and um so it's not new to me at all like i'm mm. just totally used to it I guess the thing is now is like uh, Merlin, for example, is so used to both me and Natalie being at home, my dog, that he gets anxiety like anytime anyone leaves now. Like he's just so used to people being at home. I had to rush him to the vet the other day, not because of an emergency, 
we were just late for our appointment um and like natalie wasn't dressed so i had to like run him over it's only down the road and he was like sh physically shaking so bad in my arms because if he was away from natalie like he was just being uh -huh. taken away from her and um the moment i put him down he just started like crying and whining and stuff that like, the people next to me in the queue to the vet like were just like oh is your dog okay and i'm like yeah he's just and that's like my girlfriend's at home and he misses her or something like he's got severe social anxiety like uh not social anxiety separation anxiety now because he's too used to like everyone being at home oh, bless. it was like a, a byproduct i never like really expected and he started for the first time actually hanging around me without natalie as well which is a good a good side effect usually he only follows natalie but now he's actually, actually starting to see me as like loved one fucking, yeah someone else in the house i guess it's still just natalie in his head i think the, i think he just sees me as a competitor to her <laughs> because like he there's, gets when, there's, there's natalie and then there's the other one i think merlin sees natalie as his girlfriend and he just knows there's another male in the house <laughs> because threat. when he when natalie's in the bath or something and like away he won't get anxious because he knows natalie's in the house right but that's when he really starts acting up around me. And the other day he tried to bite my foot. And like, the thing is with Merlin is he's just such, I've lived with dogs all my life. So I know when to discipline them, right? I'm, I'm fully aware of it, but he's like, when he does something so bad, he's so small and cute when he does it. It's so hard for me to take it seriously. <laughs> that it's really, really bad. Cause he was actually being aggressive. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cute. <laughs> no. I was really fucking angry at him for like the rest of the night, but it was super it was super cute, so I didn't discipline him for it. I should have, but usually it's like positive uh reaffirming only you're supposed to do and not shout at them or whatever. So I ignored him and I just praised him. But I praised him at the wrong time because it just made it look like I was praising him for being bad. But whatever. Shucks. Fucking dogs, man, in my weak spot. Yeah, I've been drinking so much fucking Desperados recently. It's like my guilty pleasure. It's like a drink I've not had since I was 18. And now it's just like, I don't know what's going on, dude. I'm having like four cans a day or something. Not bad, though. Not bad, though, if you have to go for that. Nice. Nice little drink. Well, it's like admittedly pretty vile, but... <laughs> it's because I bought it on a whim, and the glass bottles just taste like honey beer. But the the, the cans taste fucking disgusting. Like, genuinely disgusting. But I'm just kind of hooked now, so. You got used to the taste of it, and now. Yeah. <laughs> you done messed up, kid. Yeah. Have you ever tried like mead? Is it mead? Yes. Yeah, mead. Oh, mead's yeah. nice. So it tastes like mead. I tried it in these glass bottles, and I don't know. Maybe I was just lucky, but mm. it tasted like mead, but just less dramatically sweet. Okay. So some some sorts of mead I can't drink. Like it just makes me, like cringe because it's way 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 too sweet even chocolate's too sweet for me so yeah you... fucking mead is just like drinking syrup but um pretty much pretty yeah much. i got fucking i got fucking a bit addicted i'm not gonna lie hey but it is interesting how like the a bottle or a glass versus like a can basically the can make all the difference it's like Tastes um different. it's like, well, like some cutlery where like various metals can actually change the taste because obviously taste buds hit the spoon in that i didn't know that until like i watched an episode of qi to be honest. i thought like i, I, I thought it was cutlery 
it didn't matter what it was, but when they did say it does change how you taste yeah. it. I just kind of assumed between... all cutlery was made of the same stuff. Yeah, it's the difference between like using the fine silverware. That's why the posh people had fine silverware. Because mm. it actually made oh. shit taste better. I'm not posh enough then. No, Me neither. Might have to try I've got Argos home. You know, just stick. Basically, I'm on, stick. Yeah, mate, I'm on Asda, mate. Don't have an Asda in deal. Oh, right. <laughs> I, think it's, I think I've got a hybrid of Sainsbury's and Asda. <laughs> Cutlery was just a one thing where I was like, mm, I don't really understand why it costs more here. So, mm. Well, it's now weird. I know. Well, I know. Um, well, being trained as an Indian waiter, right hand. <laughs> <laughs> I eat a lot with just my right hand. Oh, right. Yeah, I, mate, I've never tried that. It gets quite messy. Yeah, but it's specific foods kind of like designed in a way to eat with your right hand, though. No, maybe not. Uh, have you, I mean, okay. have you tried eating a soup with, with a right hand? What, like, uh, scoop? The... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's literally just I... like, I'm just going to drink it and dunk stuff in it. And, like, and with curries, it's like naan breads to scoop up yeah. the sauce. Yeah, and rice, right? And rice, yeah. Yeah. Nans, rice, chapatis. I believe in general, though, they have kind of different hygiene rules when it comes to using their hands, so it's not as gross as like a Westerner doing it, no. who probably does all sorts of weird stuff with their right hand and then would go to eat their food with their right hand. <laughs> I think it's uh, a bit uh, slightly different over there. It is. Oh, yeah. it, it's It's... Didn't mean I could get away with not using my right hand when I was working. Yeah. yeah. Like, no, no, you've just done all the cutlery. You're not washing more up. Use your hand. <laughs> okay, then. There we go. I've never been a waiter, but I really, really, like, when I was, like, 16, 17 or something, I applied to basically every restaurant and pub in Deal, and I got none of them. Like, not a single one accepted me. You should have asked me. I could have got you a job as a waiter. I would have fucking loved it, dude. I really, really wanted to be a waiter or a bartender. Even now, I'd consider being a bartender, but it'd just obviously be a bit of a fucking silly move. But um, I'd always have uh, wanted to be a bartender. I think my dad made me idolize it a little bit because he used mm -hmm. to big it up to me a lot about how it's one of the most interesting jobs because you just talk to so many different people all day. Yeah, I that as a waiter. And I was like... Yeah, okay, I get that. I totally understand that. And I really, really wanted to be one, especially in Deal, which is just a pub town. It's got yeah. 60 pubs or whatever within three miles or something. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Was... But, um, never got one. I think I probably applied to like 40 of those pubs and none of them accepted me. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was a waiter at the Bengal and um, the amount of people, even though I just worked on Saturdays when I was mm. 16 because, you know, school working, I wanted a life. Yes. Um, which was hilarious because I was an introvert and I didn't go out. <laughs> but I, so I kept my Friday nights free. For your Pokemon, <laughs> mate. <laughs> and no, well. but, that, well. that job, but that job actually helped me get out of my shell because I had to talk to people. Yeah. And then totally my, like, three years there, I was just like, I was able to talk to nearly anyone. I mean, yeah, I feel like people have really good anecdotes about when they were a waiter and stuff as well. Even Sam, like he, Sam was a, my brother was a waiter, um, 
like a hotel place where they kind of did like wedding venues and stuff. It was near Sandwich. And um, he only has bad stories to tell, but he has stories to tell. Oh, like I'll just put... about, I don't know, whatever fucking rats were running around during someone's wedding or something, right? Like <laughs> it's mean, all really negative. A, I've got a but... strippogram story. What's a strippogram? <laughs> yeah, we had um so this was in like my first year there. I was sixteen. I was still very in my show. It's like my fourth month there. And um a stag do came in. Uh. and a table of eight went, you know, had the big table at the back of the restaurant. And about an hour later, a female police officer walked in. Now, being the son of a police officer, I instantly knew that her uniform wasn't quite correct. (laughs) So I was just like, okay. But being the 16-year-old and who I was, I didn't have the nerve to tell anyone anything. I just went... Um, I'm just going to let Maybe she's here for a takeaway. Like, it could be the end of her shift. She might just want dinner. Who am I to judge? Ten minutes later, off she goes to the back of the restaurant. Uh, That's fine. The toilets are there. She's probably going down there. Proceeds to take off her clothes in the restaurant. Live entertainment. No, I, I didn't like, even know you were allowed to like bring strippers and stuff into public places like a restaurant. You're not no, really, not without good forewarning. Yeah, well, like, I maybe think the some... maybe the owners were in on it. Uh, Trust me, they weren't because they freaking They all hightailed it to the kitchen and left me all alone. <laughs> the whole oh, they were definitely in on it then. <laughs> and they were just like cowering in the kitchen. I was just like, I had people complaining to me. This is a family restaurant. What you? Wait, were there were other people there as well. Yeah, the restaurant was packed. Oh, it was a Saturday the night. Chris, there, the were, brave there were kids in this restaurant. Oh, it was only like oh. half seven. Advanced training for uh, customer complaints. Then, oh my god, I had this thing is like we had the family, mm. we were like two kids, like about six and eight, sort of that sort of age. They were fine, they just went, Okay, kids, don't look at that, eat your meal. <laughs> And they said, do you mind? I went, look, I'll do the best I can, but I'm literally just a Saturday kid. They went, that's fine. You do what you can. They were lovely. What people. do you mean? They just want you to like stand in the way or something. Yeah. yeah. I literally I just stood in the way of the kids watching. Like within earshot of the door and the phone and within earshot of the restaurant, of the kitchen even. But I couldn't get to the kitchen because she was there stripping in front of me. <laughs> so I was just... But opposite, there was this... A older woman, and at the end of her meal, oh, she came straight at me, just have a blinding rage. Oh yeah, it's your fault. That's yeah. another and, joy of customer service. And I just went, "Don't look at me. I'm a 16 year old Saturday boy. <laughs> I'm just here to serve you poppadoms. <laughs> that is it. I give you poppadoms. I give you the bill. I hope you tip me." Mate, customer service is really just so surreal. Mm. I worked at like when I was. Uh, 17 like Poundland or and Tesco over Christmas Hmm. Um, mate Poundland like the amount of people that would come in and like uh, it must be like one in five people will come in with one item and be like oh I know it's a pound but can you return it can I return it what it's like well if you know it's a pound mate fuck on turn around and go out the door 
like but then i would always like they have certain return policies to deal with these people that just like want to return for a quid or whatever um for me it's my worst nightmare in customer service art on a till because a pound's very valuable to have that sort of change but uh, the um mate it was just like one in five people it was insane yeah. and like one pound coins and five pound notes always yeah. seem to go miss run out yeah yeah because when they do the uh have you worked on a till fortunately only a little bit All yeah right like they they put in certain money they put in like i don't know i think tesco was like 20 quid uh in them like at the start and it's kind of just like bodged change here and there but like <laughs> you don't want to be the person that can that just has to ask like if you've got 50p so i can give you this five pound note or something like yeah. or like give them too much change of the wrong type or something yeah. you know mm-hmm. i've had to and uh had you get to. no choice yeah. So I've had to cash up my company stills a few times. So yeah, cashing up—that's it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the cashing up. Just like the the manager of one of the shops went to, and he just had a whole load of new staff in, so he didn't hadn't had time to train any of them yet, and none of the other managers were free, or none of the other stuff were free to go, and being the only other sod in the company that knew how to do it, mm. I did it. It's like it's one of the most important things as well. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise you're laundering or something by accident. Exactly, yeah. So I was um I was actually going into the shop on my way into work the following morning at like quarter to seven in the morning to count all this money and like make sure they had enough change in the tills for two weeks. Yeah, oh, mate, that's a dream, mate. <laughs> I wish I had change for two weeks. Oh no, I, I had to do the change orders. Oh, okay. Yeah, we had to order change from the bank. If you've got like 100 quid, it's different. If you've got 200 quid, then usually you like to have at least 60 of pound coins um, and you want to have the bare amount of notes left. I had, a, I had a standard sheet of what the shop needs to have in minimum mm-hmm. and what they have in maximum. And I just had to keep it between that. Well, that's, not, that's not too bad. So. I mean, I think I think when I've made a float, because obviously I do it for work for a lot, because I've done the bartending, I've done club class, I've done food. Wasn't much of a waiter. For club class, I kind of was delivering drinks and making food up. So that was kind of my weight. On a ship, right? Yeah, on a ship. Yeah. Which is interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, hang on. <laughs> Are there certain yeah. procedures for when you're going up a big wave or something? There are things that we get a warning if it's a certain gale force. So if it's like a gale force seven to eight, we get told anything that can slide, you're going to want to hunker it all down. I remember <laughs> okay, I had yeah. one hell of a day. I had stuff going everywhere. I, I have glasses out on my lovely bar. And it's like they're going everywhere. And it's like, yeah. not the good glasses. Mark's just super agile now because he's been practicing in the way he's all over <laughs> catching glasses. Like, oh. Yeah. I have to say, when I throw things at him, he's pretty good at reacting well, to it. Now, now you know why. Oh, God. Oh, I still remember I opened up one of the stores. So I was getting like drinks out to fill up this fridge. And like, uh, you know, like when you go into a door thing, like you put one foot on, like one in the midair. I just remember holding on to the door and like one thing I thought, like, why am I leaning back? Why am I coming back? I just realized the one wave is going one side and the ship's leaning all the way. And all the stores just come off the thing and thought, it's a good thing that I wasn't in there. Because <laughs> it's like you just see all these drinks and thought, oh, this is a pain because I'm maybe going to have to write it off, take stock again. 
sort this mess out. And Do the they let you break stuff, stuff? Got far away, it's just leaking out cans. And I thought, oh, yeah. I my day. They must have like a certain forgiveness rule for like, like surely it's quite common that people break stuff on on the ship. Yeah, there there is a certain line that we've got, and obviously we, we have certain stock out uh, at a time, like a few amounts, and the rest of it we keep down in the stores on the ship. And if we need it, we can get it. But when it's rough, we just try and close every cabinet, maybe with the key. Um, but, oh, God, I've walked down to some horrendous sites. When I worked in, like, the food area, um, we have plates stacked up, and it's like on a spring thing that keeps it warm. One point, there's a nice tower of, like, uh, plates leaning all the way along, oh, no, and then mate. you just that's see it. That's someone with anxiety's nightmare. Oh, mate. yeah. Chris I would have it. a meltdown. I... <laughs> That almost happened whilst I was at the Indian because we had a trolley, mm. you know, to wheel all the food out. And the kitchen thought it'd be a fun idea to put all the plates and all the cutlery that need washing on the same level. So the plates were balancing on the cutlery. Mate, that's just bullying. That yeah, is that just is. bullying, isn't it? And then they wheel it out to me. He goes, here you go. I was just like, no, 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 no. I'll send it back. I mean, I wouldn't mean, accept it. No, I don't want to be responsible for this. Thank you, back. Mm. No, I wasn't. I wasn't allowed to go until the all my uh, washing was done. Ooh. I had to do all the side plates and all the cutlery that came with the side plates. That's a lot. And the chutney trays. Oh, which was the yeah. most disgusting thing. I was gonna say, it sticks to everything. Yeah, I see some. I didn't mind the customers that um, like used the little spoons, popped a little bit on their poppadom, then ate it. Mm. It's the ones that either put loads of chutney on their plate <laughs> or the ones that mix the spoons. No, dude. Okay. My, one of my biggest things is how people eat at a restaurant. Like, one of my biggest problems. Uh, like, I've got a friend of mine. I literally cannot watch him eat, so I just don't invite him out anymore because he's so disgusting when he eats. Like, it's just overruled. Like, I'm never eating with you again type thing. Hmm. Mate, people, like, if I saw someone makes it... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had to work with <laughs> Just that. thinking about it makes me feel ill, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, like like just, people that mix, oh, like, no, that, yeah. like you can't mix the chutney trays. It's so much work. It takes so much cleaning. Yeah, that's fucking vile. And they were, when I started, they were little awkward school square things. You know, mm. really awkward corners to clean. Yeah. <sighs> I know you feel because I remember when I was doing like all the um, the galley stuff and the food things and different kits you get, which we call it like different sizes. Circle, fine. Anything square, and like depending on how it's cooked or anything, is anything the worst. Food. And you thought wheat mix is bad. No, some some of the stuff that's like cooked just sticks like the horrendous glue it is. Mm. I was fine, uh, like meats but particularly fatty meats mm. like things like duck i always find sometimes if they haven't quite gotten enough fat out of it it just sticks to the plate cleaning that can be a pain mentioning that because i had duck for dinner <laughs> that is fresh fresh as a daisy <laughs> <laughs> 
haven't been brave enough to cook duck, duck for dinner yet. I've I've had it twice in the past month. There's certain things I've just never cooked for myself whilst living alone. Which has been a while now as well, so it's even sadder because I think I've lived alone for like five years now or six years. Any form of fish, I just haven't gone near. I just feel like, uh, that's, that's hard mode. See you later. And uh, any obs- like, obscure meat, duck I'm categorizing as an obscure meat because it's just not chicken or beef. So if it ain't chicken or beef, I've just <laughs> never cooked it. And every week, Natalie's like, do you want to try salmon or something like, should we have salmon? I'm just like, nah, I, well, I don't when, trust myself for it. But when, when things are allowed, when we're allowed to come back to normal, I will come up and I'll cook you salmon. <laughs> I, I think I know how. I just can't really, like, it just feels too high risk. Depends how you want to do it. Um, Cause there's, there's different ways. Like if you I just wrap mine in, in I just wrap mine in a tin foil. Hmm, we have a um a fishmonger down the road that sells sushi ready food um in the morning so mm. i don't really even have a risk it just feels like subconsciously it's still a risk no that's fair i'm I, just gonna cook it or something undercook it and grow a mate in my stomach and die <laughs> i've got a i've got a meat temperature skewer for like the ones that i think might do me a bit of yeah that's what i should buy yeah that's what i should buy something to actually just take the temperature but after a cooking camp when i was a kid where i ate not cooked for a chicken and suffered no repercussions whereas everyone else in my tent all got food poisoning and i ate the most of it (laughs) i just feel like i'm immune I mean, I mean, there is that. You, you could, you could just have like an iron gut, basically. I eat not... foul. I do have an iron gut. Yes, yeah, so you, you, you'll be fine. But obviously, with with fish, though, it's well, we're all cooking everywhere. It is. I have to admit, it is trial and error. And if you've got it out, once you like cut a bit off of it, you'll notice if it's uh, not fresh in anything straight away. It's like chicken in in a terms. Like if you've cut a chicken like you get some of the juices or something comes out and there's a mark depending on how you use your check if you think of it like that then fish is easy to do the hardest bit is depends on how you buy your fish if you buy it with everything inside that's a longer process but you'd rather it be taken care of where like the guts have been removed and all of that and the head's not there because that is an omission yeah i don't even go near fillets I don't even go near like tuna steak or anything like that. <laughs> That's how out of the way I am at the moment. I know I'm very aware of what I'm missing out on. It's fine. Naive. You, you, you are better than some people I know. It's so. just after work. Do I want to be dealing with trying to cook fish? Mm. Is it something I, I want to learn? No, I think I'll just eat at a restaurant or something and enjoy it secondhand. <laughs> I mean, at least you're still eating it. It's not yeah. like you've just cut out cold turkey. I did have a phase of going through sea bass though. Okay. But that was because that's such a that you just throw it in a frying pan, right? And then just like fry it with hmm. whatever the fuck. I did have a I did have a sea bass phase because there was this um there was a market on Tottenham Court Road in London that I used to eat lunch at all the time. They always did like sea bass and it was literally just sea bass, rice and a lemon. It was like the simplest thing ever. And like I just got so addicted to it that I had a bit of a sea bass phase at home. But I always got the uh I always got it stuck to my pan. Cause I cook with a skillet mostly. 
I haven't quite uh, figured out how to cook fish with a skillet. <laughs> More to my risk. No, I mean, I mean, as I said, like, sea bass is a nice one. Just because obviously, depending on what you want to do with the fish as well. Like a sea bass, you can have, as I said, with lemon. Some spices work better. Like uh, salmon, for example, you can just throw a few herbs when you wrap it up, and it makes it nice. But sea bass is, is a nice one I like to do. Have on the side, mash like um, with potatoes. So I'll do like cubes. I'll dice up a potato, make it like little cubes and fry. Yeah, that's what I do. Yeah, mm. I like uh, it, it like roasts in a cast iron pan. Mm. So it's just like shitloads of garlic and chili powder and pepper mm. and salt, and it's just mm. in fact those four things on anything make it good to go. <laughs> yeah, that's like, pretty much. A, yeah. That's the secret sauce. <laughs> So just like living by yourself, if you want something that tastes good, just fucking throw chili powder, garlic, and salt and pepper on everything. Yeah. But uh, in a in a cast iron pan, it roasts quite nice because um, it, it like really conducts does. the heat or whatever. So like half an hour or something, I can't even remember. But yeah, it's really really good. I probably ate potatoes like every day of the week for like two years. Well, that was a good one. Yeah. As you know, I've now got my new graphics card in and all that jazz. Mm. I'm going to be looking for some new games to play for content and Twitch and stuff. Tell me stuff I can play. I, I am down for pretty much most games, specifically mainly on PC. It depends. Do you want it for viewers or do you just want to have fun? Mm. be fun. Because I want to well, enjoy myself doing it. Because if I don't enjoy I don't myself, I really know. Then I'm not too sure. The you can play anything. Your computer's good enough now to play anything. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's been um, great. Dungeons is not a bad one. It's if you like Lord of the Rings humor and stuff like that. It's like a, you build a dungeon and you send your team out to the service. You play as an overlord. Um, there's quite a few good jokes in there. So it wasn't available anymore, but on Epic Store. They were giving away uh, dungeons free away for free, um, but then from what a lot of people have said, it's like Dungeons Two was quite good, and they throw in the odd joke about Lord of the Rings and stuff that's going on. And it's like evil. It's um, I don't know if any of you have played Overlord, yeah, like where you had like the a long time ago, yeah, that kind of humour, but it's more out there. It doesn't take itself seriously, but it's enough that it's not bad. Like you hire, you build a dungeon. Um, it's got a good humour and you can have good laughs depending on what horde you uh, want to make. Um, if you haven't got one, I think you do, Chris, but um, Epic Stores is worth downloading and just having an account because every now and then they throw up free games. That's where I got um, GTA 5 from. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, they do it's great stuff. Playing stuff like that and like some of those games would be quite good. And if you want something that's entertaining, Sometimes some of these old games or indie games that I've forgotten about that come up on it are um, quite good. If you want stuff where you build and like have an event like a story, uh, that game that I play called Rim World is like depending on what start you want, you start off with either like a crash survivor or a tribe, a lone thing. You build up a story. You build a rough building, not as much as Minecraft, but you do like research and you can make a story from that. Um, Rimworld super popular as well, like really, mm. really big. As those are mods and stuff, right? Yeah, you can. Like, so people have made like jetpacks where you jetpack from one bit to the other. 
Um, you can you can put a lot into it, and if you want to use mods, um, if you like turn-based games, you've got like Civ, you've got XCOM. Uh, if you want games similar like Minecraft, but a bit more, there's a load of those on Steam, and I'll take a look again. Um, if there's games that you want humour in, I can recommend a few. Uh, if you want a game, that Deep Rock game, if um, it's not too bad. And there's a new update that was coming to it. I don't know if it's in yet, but you've got where you're going to be like capturing bugs. Me, Glenn, like Luca played it together. Um, you've got like four classes of miners. Uh, and you could all be a team of the same class if you want to. And the more you progress, you'll unlock new beards and stuff like that. I, I fell in love with the game straight away. So yeah, I think like, I bought it on sale and I mm. must have got like 30 hours out of it for like a tenner, which is mm. way worth it, so... And it's just a good laugh. And if you play with people, it would be a good one uh, for streaming as well. Uh, and all you got to worry about is digging and fighting. Yeah, I guess it, you should, um, I mean, in my opinion, anyway, think about like the purpose of the game and why you want to stream, why you want to stream it in the first place. Mm. Because like some games can't have, you can't, you will have less of a dialogue on, and some you will be able to commentate easier on, for example. Like, if you're playing Civ, like, what the fuck are you going to talk about? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, in-game in related, so it would let you engage with users, like, viewers a bit more. Um, but if you were, like, I don't know, watching, playing a horror game or something, like, That's stay in the game, you know, don't read your chat every second. So it kind of, like, just pivots a lot based on mm. your needs or requirements, I guess. Yeah. My relationship with games is fucked at the moment because I hate them all. I've yet to wait for a good game to be released in the last like ten years. Uh, Cyberpunk's been, around the corner, I guess. We'll wait for that. I've been a. I was some at work. I've got Discord open. I can actually see what y'all are playing. Yeah, because it links to your Discord. Now I'm just like. I work at a games company, and everyone there plays games, and they keep inviting me to stuff, and I'm just like, nah, man. You've been on. Have you been doing the latest expansion of WoW? Today and yesterday, yeah, uh, okay. and the day before. Not so much yesterday because it's Natalie's birthday, but the yeah. day before. WoW is a bit of a hmm with me. I played it so much in the like the first couple of expansions, and I even took a month off of work for the classic re-release. Um, but the thing is, is it, that Blizzard have a history of just absolutely destroying everything they make nice. and everyone hating it for years. And they've not released an expansion pack in like, I don't even know how long, seven years, maybe longer. No, 13 years, I think. Something insane like that, that people have liked. Uh, because every time people, they release an expansion for any of their games, everyone's like, yeah, this is great. And then a month later, they're like, this fucking sucks. <laughs> like, yeah. fix it. I've it's broken, it. fix wow. it. Yeah. And so I've, I've, the, the reason I've been playing it a lot more is because lots of my friends have just bought into it again and I'm just like, they're people I played with you know, 15 years ago, so I'm like right, ah, let's, let's reconnect a little bit, play WoW with them again, see if it's good, hope it's good, but if it's any MMO, I know how bad I can get with it and it will like ruin my work and stuff. Fortunately I'm the reason I've been okay with this because I'm like giving up a lot of responsibility at my work at the moment um okay. So I'm like revoking my, uh, I'm handing stuff off. So it's a bit less stressful for me now. So I kind of have the time to like destroy my life. <laughs> but um, I've been getting into it, but I'm skeptical. 
basically is what I'm saying. Mm, yeah. I hit level cap this morning. Yeah, I've just been playing Endgame. So level far, I've kind of hated it, but yeah, because they because they yeah. they put it up to 120, and then they've yeah. just halved. They squashed it, it down. Which, by the way, has been probably one of the better decisions they've made in a yeah, long time. My, my dad and my sister and my little brother, they all play. Oh, yeah. So. It's, um, it's way, way, way more user-friendly to get into now. So, like, a big problem I had is, like, uh, I was so invested into the game for, like, the first few expansions and its classic release that I missed everything after the, the third expansion, no, the fourth expansion, uh, until till now. So mm. I didn't want to get in because there was just this preconception of, like, oh... I played so much before and now I'm not going to know any of it, right? Like, it's all ruined for me. I'm not going to be able to play my character again. Um, everything I was good at is gone type thing. Um, yeah. And it's, it's MMOs require, like, a lot of time investment. Yeah, it really do. does become, like, a big part of your life because right. before you know it, you're reserving every evening off to, like, yeah. play with your guild and shit, right? And, like, you have to, otherwise you get behind. There's no, like, for me, there's no, like, just casual playing um which is bad a bad habit but it's just how it is and so um the game right now i will say is so easy to get back into like their rework on everything their rework on the leveling their rework on the levels and everything mm -hmm. is really really good so if you're gonna get back into it they finally fixed it yeah in that regard i think i was a level 30 troll hunter ah, nice. when i oh you didn't play too on. much then Played for maybe no, a few weeks. No, I played for about two weeks. Couldn't get into it. Yeah, it's uh, an was, odd one. I think it's was, more fun with friends. Um, but when 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 did I? What expansion just came out? Pandora just came out when I was playing. That was the last one I played. That was the last one I played. Yeah, I, I basically played in. Uh, there was an expansion called Cataclysm, which I, I think yes. was before Mr. Pandora. It was. I played on the release of that, and I quit during that, and then I was done. And then I played at the end of Mr. Pandaria for like two weeks. And I was like, this fucking sucks. I'm never playing this game again. And I never played it again until they re-released Classic, which was such a big deal for me. I took a month off of work. I was literally, mate, it was fucking awful. My legs hurt because I was sitting down so much. Yeah, I know. Like that, that I I'd like damaged my body. <laughs> like I, I would I would say to Natalie, like, oh, I have to go buy dinner today to like give me an excuse to go downstairs and like go out to the shop. Um because otherwise I was just gonna lose my legs or some shit. Like I get so bad when it comes to games that I'm so excited about. because uh, I just that's it. I'm like up at six AM and I'm at bed at midnight. Fully. And I'm like pl I planned all my meals and everything for a month. I was like fully like I was in it like and I was the first wave of people to level up and shit and then I quit it because I was like this fucking they they fucked it up so I was like okay that's why I've been so skeptical of the Shadowlands because with WoW Classic they were just everyone was just like just release it as WoW Classic but they didn't and they fucked it up um Blizzard just fuck everything up but I always want like a story game or something to play but I've kind of exhausted those a little bit yeah, I can't remember that, the last story when I played. One good thing about the Star Wars one, the because it was like um, you you could go the Empire or the Republic, but you could be good or bad on both sides. The MMO, uh, and that had a story like you could be a Jedi Knight, 
uh, or like a counsellor, you could be a smuggler, you could be a trooper. Depending on who you went for, you'd have different... Smuggler, Mark. Fun? Were you a smuggler? Uh, I went... I went bounty hunter on the dark side, and yes, I was going to go smuggler, but then I went trooper, because I always liked the clones, and I thought, well, let's make my one a clone, because I loved them to pieces, because they were just really good, like the Mandalorians was... Well, that's what they were cloned from. Still not watch the Mandalorian, by the way. I'm waiting for apparently the second season is really good. I'm waiting for the second season to finish. I'm just going to binge both. Do they release them weekly? Um, Yeah, I I thought they released them at at the end of December. Oh shit! I thought they released them a week at uh, a whole season at a time, like Netflix. No, no, from what. And from oh, they need to drag out those Disney Plus subscriptions somehow. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, it's like ninety percent of users or something insane like that. Like just watch Mandalorian and nothing else. It's it's either the Mandalorian, the Mandalorian, or it's um, Hamilton. <laughs> oh, it's all- I've basically just done uh, Hercules, uh, Hercules, and that's it. <laughs> I think yeah. I was just like, I asked my friend's account though, because I'm not paying for that shit. That's fair. I mean, that, that's the thing. Too, there's too many streaming like services out there now. Like you've got Netflix, you've got Amazon, you've got. I open them up. Yeah. The thing is, is like, um, you pay for things like Netflix and stuff. Like you pay for if you just want 4K, which I do. Mm. You you get four extra accounts or three extra accounts or something, and I ain't going to use that. So I, anytime I, I'm usually the person that pays for those accounts, and I'm usually the person that opens them up to other people. But um, so if any of you want a Netflix account, let me know. Um, uh, Disney Plus, no though, because like it's just really I have zero reason to subscribe to it, other than maybe Mandalorian. But I'm gonna if yeah. it's, it's the second season's not out, then I'm definitely gonna wait. Well, you can borrow mine when it's ready. I've got an, uh, yeah, I've got my friends, but the thing is, is like his account gets broken into that every week, so my mm. profile's like changed name got child preferences on it there's like an extra profile that shows up every now and then like he, hey, his account gets absolutely butchered just borrow mine because mine isn't butchered oh, okay <laughs> just have that but one i basically just borrowed it for that hercules and then i was like hmm, maybe i'll watch mandalorian but yeah oh. star wars is like uh i never f- i kind of get it but i'm not like fully into it that's fair. Uh, i get that I-, I think i used to be more I would say Star Wars when I was younger, but looking at it now, I'm more into like Lord of the Rings kind of stuff. Yeah, more I mean, I've that. watched like almost, I've watched almost everything Star Wars related, but I've not watched Clone Wars, which might actually make me get into Star Wars if I watched it, because I'm aware of how high rated it is and how much people love it. I recommend I've not watched that though. Yeah, Clone Wars is the only bit I was actually interested in. Because yeah, I think it's the case with most people, right? People mm. really love that series. Yeah, it's yeah. a fun series. The Clone Wars Clone is Wars. the best out of all, yeah. everything. And it takes, because it's the side of like how the troopers go in like, the area. It doesn't focus much on, oh, the Sith is this, the Jedi is this. No, it's actually hey, the The last fucking, the last movie released is the first time in my life mm. I was going to leave a cinema. Uh, I only didn't leave, not kidding, because my friend was asleep next to me and I didn't want to wake him up. Uh, That's actually yeah. a really sweet reason. <laughs> yeah. I was like, 
this movie i guess i'll just sit through this absolute piece of shit because my friend's asleep <laughs> you know but and like, he told me he's never asleep. fallen as- yeah he told me he's never fallen asleep in a movie before as well like it oh was just that God. bad oh that there's only there's one movie that i've fallen asleep to in the cinema and i can't remember what it is i watched it last year it was a world war Two era movie and it was just boring as Wait, that was a big one released last year. Did you really think about it apart from what you just said? Was it the date? Was it the year as the title? No, it wasn't 1917. That's the one. Okay. <laughs> no, no. I heard that was I pretty did, good. I did. So I did. I did. Fall asleep Was I it? Um. The other one's about that medic. It was like a romance. He saw. That's 1917, I think, Mark. Is it that one? Was there another one that was a date? Like there was two people going along, and there was ah, one. Because there was there was one that had two people that had a mission to go across to pass on a message. Yeah, it wasn't that one. There was another one where it had the guy that was basically he wouldn't fight, but he managed to get all the bodies down. He'd like be like a no. I actually oh, quite dude, I love that movie. I actually love that one. I'm trying to think of another one that was. In I can't my, remember what that was. But that, that that one was with Andrew Garfield, the one yes. you're talking about. It wasn't that one. Dude, I love that movie. Because they're the only two ones that I know that are recent, like war. That's what I'm trying to think. What Because apart from Jojo Rabbit. Allied. 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 I, never, I don't think I've heard it. It was, um, yeah, it came. Oh, is it actually that old? I thought it was newer than that. It came out in 2016. It was a war romance. It was shit. Yeah, it's got 60% on Rotten Tomatoes, which means oh, I ain't going near it, even if someone pays me. <laughs> yep. It's got a 60% Metacritic and a 7.1 on um, IMDb. I trust the RT ratings because they reflect my own interests. So. Yeah, but so, far they've, I, so far they've worked it, good for me. My parents dragged me because it was Paul's turn to pick the movie. Oh, you went to the cinema for it as well. I didn't oh. pay. Oh, okay. I had a free nap and dinner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, that's everyone what dreams for. But... Maybe you could dream about a better war movie. I did. <laughs> he shot her halfway through instead of not shooting her. Much more interesting. It turned into a court case. <laughs> you know what's bad when the court case was more interesting? <laughs> dude, I watched... Dude, oh, fuck. Somehow you know Harvey who I've been getting into recently a bit too late? Uh, Al Pacino. Oh, Yeah. Starting with, because I don't think I've ever seen an Al Pacino movie before. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. That's I've not fine. watched Godfather. I've not watched Scarface. But I oh, watched uh, Scent of a Woman the other day. All right, yeah. Have you seen it? I know of it. I haven't seen it. All right. reason I've been reminded of it is because there's like a court case in it. I watched one scene on like, I don't know, TikTok or something. I was like, oh shit, this movie looks good. And I watched it. And now I'm all over Al Pacino. I'm about my age too late for it i'm aware everyone else has seen every single movie of his but i haven't don't worry apparently he's good i'm i'm a few months older than you and i haven't so oh well watch scent of a woman i think is really good yeah as like an entry movie because the reason i haven't watched godfather scarface stuff because i'm not prepared to sit through three and a half hours of talking um which piss a lot of people off but Look, look, three yeah, and a half hours. It's Lord of the Rings uncut or nothing, so. It's still shorter than Lawrence of Arabia. 
something else I wouldn't watch, I guess. It's a five-hour film. Ooh. Anything. I just have such a problem with watching old movies in general. Yeah, the the oldest movie I had to watch as a kid was Casablanca, 1947. My old housemate and a really good friend of mine was like at university for literature and English literature, and so he was watching all these fucking black and white French movies from 100 years ago. And I was like, oh, dude, I can't watch any of that stuff. I don't care. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't care how good it is. I, I've had to go. I just can't get into them. I've had to go through all the old war films and all the old cowboy films. Because, you know, my old man was not done cowboy either. Huh? I've not done, I've not even done cowboy stuff either yet. Oh, I've got a whole lot of waking up to do. Oh, oh don't worry about it. For, for war films, I would recommend Fury. That was quite I've watched fun. Fury. I'm a big fan of Shia LaBeouf. And I watched uh, Peanut Butter Falcon recently. Have you watched it? No. Dude, watch it. I promise you, you'll love it, Chris. Mark, mm, What's that? yeah, you'll like it too. Pe- but Chris will definitely love it. Peanut, Peanut Butter, Butter Falcon. It's an indie movie where Shia LaBeouf made it with this... Uh, I'm going to find his name real quick because it feels I've offensive. Written, that I've I written know. it down. Um, yeah, the actor is Zach Gottsagen. He's this guy with Down syndrome. And oh. Shia LaBeouf didn't... Uh, he, I think they made a really big point to let him actually act in it. Um, mm-hmm. And he is really fucking good at it. Both of them are really good in it. And it's basically about this... Um, guy of down syndrome who's being kept at like a care home because his like parents aren't around so they the council just like keep him and he just wants to be a wrestler and he like escapes the care home it's pretty funny um escapes the care home in a ridiculous way and then like meets Shia LaBeouf and Shia LaBeouf's like fine I'll take you to be a wrestler like to meet your favorite wrestler type thing it's like one of those like friendship journey type things yeah but um they gave this guy such a great platform to act, uh, uh, to act, yeah, to act as Zach. Um, and uh, he's really fucking good in it. And I'm so glad that they didn't like bring his role down because of his disability, because he's genuine. It's so good. And it's one of those like ultimately a feel good movie, but you might cry in it, but you'll yeah. feel really good here and there. Like, you know, like, yeah, those, it's like one of those kind of slow movies, but like, you just enjoy it the entire way through. And it's yeah, just do, objectively good. Movies. Yeah, it's really good. And the music in it's fucking great. I'm a big fan of banjo music. So yeah, it's, you, uh, it's, you play a so, variety of stuff, don't you? I used to. Yeah. Not so much anymore. I just pretty much look at stuff. I think I've got <laughs> my banjo here. <laughs> it just sits oh, in my man. room. I don't, I don't play it much yes. anymore. Yeah. I don't play it. I don't play it much anymore because you have to grow your nails out, and it's just like antisocial <laughs> to grow my nails out. So. <laughs> yeah. uh, I used to play a lot more instruments than I do now. But yeah, I've watched Peanut Butter Falcon, and there's another one of Shia LaBeouf where he's he acts as his own dad. Have you heard about that one? No. Okay, so it's about his childhood. He apparently, not apparently, allegedly had an abusive childhood from his dad, and he plays his own dad in it, and someone else plays him, and it's also apparently supposed to be really good. Mm-hmm. I'll recognize the name if I hear it, but he's honey. been getting into these like, yes, honey boy. He's been getting into these more like indie role, uh, like indie movie type things recently, and it's been really fucking working out. Like, they're so good. 
I guess it's just thinking focus more on the story than it is like trying to. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I think he just decided he's time to be like a proper actor. I've I've written down these two movies. It just sounds like I've come up with like a really bad superhero duo, Peanuts, (laughs) Peter Falcon, and Honey Boy. (laughs) Oh God, it does. (laughs) Dude, watch them. You'll really, really like them. I've written them down, man. I've not watched Honey Boy yet, though. I'm I'm saving that one. Yeah. I keep forgetting about it. So yeah. the day I actually remember and have time is going to be a good day. Oh, it's got Noah Jupe in it. Got who? Noah Jupe. He's the is. wee lad from A Quiet Place. I've not watched A Quiet Place yet either. I watched it with um my group because we just wanted to watch something different. It's good, right? I enjoyed it. Yeah. It's been so long since I've like, mate. You know what? I watched Logan in the cinema alone, and it was the first time I watched I ever went to the cinema alone. Right. Have you never been to the cinema alone before? I, I have. It's way I've, better. It is. <laughs> it was so much better than like just. It was the first time I realized like, oh, I can actually just go watch this alone because none of my friends were interested in it, and I was like, hell yeah, I'm watching this movie. Um, dude, it was like so great. But like I always felt like I had to turn to someone and talk to them. It was just like no one there. No. Yeah. The, the first time I can't remember what I went to watch, but I went to the center on my own for the first time because there was no one free and I really wanted to see this movie, whatever the frig it was. Was it Deadpool or something? No, no. This was long before Deadpool. I was about twelve. Oh. That's why I can't remember. If it was within the Oh, past it was a cinema five. deal then. That's how oh, that's God. how long ago it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It oh. was like one of the. It was like when Deadpool time... was dying as well. And that was, that was like... Transformers era. I remember it. <laughs> and there was Transformers like... was like the last movie shown there. I think or something uh, like. It was near Transformers time. Yeah, it wasn't that because I haven't it's seen it. Shame it's gone. Um, but I was nearly on my own, so effectively there was me and like ten other people watching this movie. Best thing ever. Oh, mate, yeah, when they're empty as well, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're probably, like, a few rows mate, ahead or behind me. Yeah, when I fucking went to watch that movie alone, there wasn't many people watching it, because it wasn't release day, it was, like, a week after. Yeah, it was... Well, and I'm... it was pretty empty, and a family still managed to take my seat. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I guess I'll just, like, sit over here and just hope no one notices, but, like, I was like, what the fuck, like, I just didn't want to, like, you know, complain and bring it up, but like, yeah. it was almost empty, and they still took my seat. I was like, that's unbelievable. The principal, they wanted that seat. They want your one seat that was taken. Like, I've stayed bitter about it. So, it's been so many years. Yeah, eighty-four years. I'm still it's bitter. Been so long. It's been so. I can't remember that. I saw it. The film I saw at cinema. Though. I think it was Joker. It was a, that was the last one I saw at the cinema. Thing. Was, was yeah, it? it was. Yeah, it was last. What, what what came out last? Was it Joker for everyone? Or was it Joker? Um, there was that Korean movie that was really good. I, I didn't see that it. one. It's apparently really really good. Yeah, I, th- Actually, so I, think... I know that it was going to be originally this year. It was going to be like more Marvel ones because it was going to be Ven- uh, Venom, Black Widow. Uh, it was meant to be Doctor. Doctor Strange, but then they pushed that story back. 
Um, like Doctor Strange was going to be recently released. I think wasn't it? I swear it was meant to be this year, and then then they moved. Oh, it. Dude, I love Doctor Strange so much. But they fell out. The studio that was working with Marvel, supposedly something happened between those two, and I think Marvel's pulled back the, the studios doing their own thing. It's meant to stick with the story, though. Typical um, Marvel stuff. Star Wars Episode Nine was the last thing I watched in the cinema. Was that after Joker? Yeah, Joker was. Oh yeah, I watched November. that. Was, okay, and then yeah. Star that Wars was the last movie nine. I watched. Then I just don't remember it. I, I just had to Google it. Thanks for reminding me. Now I can be fucking sour about that for another week. Yeah, I'm, I'm sour about that <laughs> I as wasted well. Wasted my fucking tenor on that. Yeah. yeah, the last three movies I've watched at the cinema were Episode Nine, Joker, and Far From Home. Far From Home. Spider Man. I like it. It was good. Uh, do you know what I uh, got Natalie to watch recently? Because I played the Miles Morales PS5 game on release, and I was like, oh, yeah, Natalie, by the way, Spider Verse, you have to watch it. Like, just yeah, get over all your preconceptions of Marvel. Watch this fucking movie. That she movie watched is... it and she loved it. Yeah, that movie. It's so good, dude. I love I it. I think it might be my favorite animated movie like, ever made. You just don't need to care about Marvel for it. No, you don't. You don't care about Spider Man for it. You can still like just appreciate everything about it. That was such a good movie. I watched it. I don't rewatch movies much, but I rewatched it with her the other day. Yeah, I don't rewatch much. I normally don't get a chance, so I normally have someone who's like, "Right, we're watching this today." I'm like, okay then. Yeah, it depends what it is. I rewatch Lord of the Rings like quarterly because it's fucking Lord of the Rings, you know. So yeah, I get what that. I have to I have to rewatch the whole thing every now and then to make right. sure it stays in my head. I've got to do well, it next. Supposedly they're do, they're do, they're starting games again. There's gonna be a Gollum game. And yes, then they, there is. And then they're meant to be starting another Lord of the Rings games, which I don't know if that was because of With Shadow. the Gollum game, do you end up in the volcano? Do you have to build um, up to where you <laughs> it's I think it's a total pivot. I think it's a total spin-off. I don't think it's tied into Lord of the Rings as such as it's ah. just in the universe. Yeah. Um, it's, it's like got... Shadow of Mordor. Shadow of Mordor was a pretty big... Just... Yeah. Shadow of Mordor was like in Lord of the Rings, but like not a part of the Lord of the Rings story. Uh, middle it Earth. had the lore, but that's about yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. It's just yeah. in Middle Earth. Because basically it was you played uh, someone that was stopping him from coming out. So there was a war in Mordor, which was basically stopping him from taking over. So if it wasn't for him, Middle Earth would have been gone, basically. Oh boy! The thing is with Lord of the Rings games is like, I've not played Shadows, uh, Shadow of Mordor, is it? Shadow of Mordor was the first one, and you got Shadow of War. I've not played either of them, nor do I think I really give a shit about them. The only Lord of the Rings game I've played was the one that was on Game Boy Advance back in the day. I remember. I think I remember. I didn't have a Game Boy Towers they put onto um, Game Boy. It was Return of the King on PlayStation 2 for me. That was the fucking shit, dude. I love that game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Twin Towers on Game Boy Advance. I I died so quickly and just gave up and gave it to my sister. Yeah, Lord of the Rings games for me is more like, uh, and uh, I don't think I'll get too involved in them. I just appreciate them from a distance because it's more about the movies I like. 
admittedly it took me too long to get into the movies how old were you say it it was this year (laughs) i cannot describe to you that genuinely made me feel sick yeah no no. that's so odd well i got to like my teenage years and i've and that point i just felt like there was probably no point in doing it so i just procrastinate it's great you know what's great about them though it's like other than some funny scenes in the first one where you see the kids instead of hobbits they actually hold up pretty good like you wouldn't believe it was from 2001 no no I, like 19 I, years ago i i watched them one after the other at the start of lockdown dude that's blown my fucking mind i feel like the thing is, is i think lord of the rings is such a um influential thing in fantasy in general it's just odd that you can't like you know they pretty much yeah. shaped what a fucking orc looked like you it's, know like, it's taken me to nearly i was just that's over 25 crazy years. dude yeah. well you haven't watched lord of the rings till this year and fucking mark hasn't watched vikings i, that's I watched really um <laughs> well i watched oh, it's, two, it's two points i At tried least to watch fellowship i watched fellowship of the ring when it came out but the orcs scared the shit out of me, so I couldn't go back as a kid. Yeah, you know what, dude? That's so funny you say that. I've had this innate fear of horses my entire life. Not like a crippling fear. Oh, I just I don't it. fucking like them. And then Natalie pointed it out once when we were watching the movie, and she was totally right. It's the fucking black horses in the first movie where they've oh. got, like, they're evil as hell. Yeah, that's why I don't like horses. And like my uh, my dad's partner was like, is like a horsewoman. She like trains horses, and her sons are jockeys and stuff. So like, I've been around horses a lot, and all the time I'm just like, nah, see you later, mate. I'm not doing that. Like, I'm not going anywhere near those things. And it's because of fucking Lord of the Rings. It's because the first movie. It's like I wouldn't be surprised if people got their sphere of spiders from Shelob. I oh. that's true. Um, yeah. I, my sister's fur of spiders came from Aragog in Chamber of Secrets. Oh yeah, Harry Potter. Yeah, <laughs> I I loved Aragog. I couldn't deal with the Harry Dementors Potter. though. I was fine. The spiders are a bit freaky, I guess. The for me, it's the slugs in Harry Potter when fucking <laughs> eat slugs. Ron's puking slugs and stuff. Yeah, I I watched that the I other day. I was just like. Yeah. No. Harry Potter is another one I marathon every now and then. I have to watch the whole thing from start to finish. But yeah. um, there was a phase I went through maybe a few years ago where I literally just sat down and watched every fucking movie for like a week straight. I was just, today's all of Harry Potter. Next day, all of Harry Potter. Next day, all of Harry I don't know why. I was super. No, people go through phases and stuff. It's fine. But like, it got to the point where like I just knew them so familiarly. I just skipped the first three and you know, like, get, rid of, get those out of the way and just get to the good ones. I remember a, a week back in the summer holidays when I was about 15, where every day I did a different Pokemon game and completed it each day. Oh, yeah, I totally get it. I don't think I'd do that. I don't think I could finish them in a day. I could. But I, I, def- I understand. Yeah. But obviously, where I've gone, okay, I've completed yellow, so I can trade the missing ones to red and blue to fill up that Pokedex to complete it. So. And obviously, where oh, each game could do stuff. one category before, like one game before, I could just trade the missing ones up and just complete it each time. Completionist stuff's dangerous, man. It is. 
I saw this uh, wild fucking video the other day. It was like an Instagram video or something of this woman, and she was saying like, "Do you know what's like crazy about this Charizard I have in like Pokemon Sword?" And she was like, "It's the Charizard I caught in Pokemon Red like twenty years ago." Like she's just transferred it game to game because they let you do that. They let you transfer from game to game and they're yeah. like Pokemon online thing. And she was like, how odd is that? And I was like, yeah, that's pretty I, fucking wild. Actually. I still have my first Torterra from the first release of Pokemon Diamond. Yeah, that's wild. He's called Scott. He is level <laughs> 100. He, has, he knows Earthquake, Leaf Storm, Rock Climb, and Crunch. Yeah, it's so fucking crazy how long those games are, man. So, I think it's such a cool feature that they let you actually transfer stuff up as well. Yeah. And you can even go from like the Game Boy Advance to the DS because they let you do that. Yeah, because mm. people are so... Um, Pokemon in particular, people are like super like uh, loyal to type thing. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> like Game Boy Childhood, you know, like fucking everyone had one. So but at least our age, they did. Yeah. If you like our content, please consider supporting us on Ko-fi. Speaking of which, you've got a, a secret Labs one. That's what I've... Is it any good? Um, is it the leather or is that the... This fabric? is the fabric one. That's, I was fortunate enough to get one. Yeah, you've ordered one. Mm. Did you get a Titan? Yeah. Okay, good. Um, because this is... I'm six foot. This is like kind of like a bit too small for me so mm. it's it's perfect but um the thing is with like gamer chairs and stuff i'm not too into them um but i wasn't really going for ergonomics i just wanted something to lounge in whilst i like mm -hmm. played games or watch movies so that yeah. is good if you want something to like force you to sit upright you need what chris has got i have what chris has at my office and i mm. opted not to get one at home because i just wanted to lay back yeah. But the Herman Miller on like doesn't let you lay back. That's just gonna make you sit upright like fully all the time. Yeah. Um in this one, I the thing is I work at my computer. Um and then I pretty much stay on my computer after I'm done working as well. I do feel like my legs go numb and stuff sometimes, which is like a bad mm. sign. It's like a circulation problem. Yeah. I don't get that in a Herman Miller. Um, yeah, no, I have to say I sit in this chair about yeah. 14 to 16 hours a day you get no fatigue whatsoever you don't really realize the benefit of it until you realize oh it's been 15 hours and i feel nothing whereas one of these like you do no, feel it but I've essentially sat in this chair since seven o'clock this morning yeah but i do think it is worth it because of uh if you want to just like tilt it back you know yeah that's, that's, that's what i thought because i've always like tilted my thing back and i thought always thought about getting a secret lap so then it's just They're good I there we go Mm. I, yeah, I think they're one of the best and they support um, bigger people the most I'm obviously not big I'm, I'm tiny but oh, I'm six foot, me, so. well. you're, yeah. Glenn you're a stick and you always have been yeah, yeah. So <laughs> even when we tried to get muscle way. on you you're a stick I put on weight quite fast it's just I can't be asked to keep it up yeah. <laughs> I've stopped um, caring about it which is actually how I met Nat it's because we're trying to put muscle on you yeah I put on a lot of weight fast then by the way that's good. I put on a I put on a stone in like a month. Wow. Um when wow. we were swimming. We we're swimming every week and I, I just like I built up such a big appetite. The thing is I used to eat a lot when I was a kid. Um but I was really active. Um uh, so it kind of got like it was 
now it's not the same. I play games mm. and I write code all day. But um, like when I was swimming with you, Chris, and like really being active on Sundays, I built up such a big appetite, dude. I, I was always hungry. That was like the problem. Yeah, my Sunday so, appetite was quite carnivorous. Yeah. And like I would try and keep that momentum throughout the week. So every day it was just like, wait, I was eating so much and it was just like so expensive. <laughs> like it was just so expensive dude like at the time i couldn't afford it i could probably afford it now but i just don't want to i can't be asked but um i was just so hungry all the time when i was doing that i did pick it up i actually started swimming again a couple of years ago because there was a swimming pool opposite my last flat um but you know just can't be asked I stopped caring about it i've I, given up I, on putting weight i haven't swam in ages well since they closed where i swim it's still really good. I think I stopped going to this place opposite my flat because of um, it's a really big pool. It was Lewisham like leisure center, and uh, it's like where all the schools go. So it was just constantly filled with like here's class A, class B, class C. Here's the after hour classes of older people. You know, like it was just always busy, mm. and so it was a bit of a yeah, it was a bit of effort. Like just a. There's no like going. I think if I could like, mate, if someone made earphones that could actually play music whilst I was swimming. They do. If they were good, at least. Are they uh, good? I don't and know. I the, haven't got any. And do the but... thing they plug it into, uh, is that also waterproof? No, it's Bluetooth. Because oh, when yeah, I was swimming I in that. Dover, I saw someone get their iPod or iPhone or some music device they hit play they left it on the side of the pool then fucked off for a swim that's genius that's really it's very trusting to leave an a device i'd never do it i'd never never do it i'm like you could at least give it to like make friends with like the lifeguard and go look after my phone yeah the um yeah because I think I would be like way more willing to. It's just I'm so in my head all the time. I'm like, oh, I'm swimming. <laughs> for like an hour. I was like, boring as hell. Yeah, no. I, <laughs> if I was I listening remember. to music, it would fly fry, but mm. uh, fly through. But um, if you're just swimming, dude, dodgy. Yeah, it's a, a bit. I had to give myself like, I had to give myself like little stories to tell myself whilst I swam. Yeah, it's so especially when Luke stopped swimming with me. That's what runners have figured out. They just run on land so they can listen to music or <laughs> audio books or something. Yes. Um, yeah, because Luke went, oh, I'm not going to swim anymore. I'm just going to gym while you swim. Oh, well, there you go. So yeah, I He's to... also aware of how boring it is. So, uh, so whilst he was gym, I was still swimming because I enjoy swimming more than I do gym. It's just so good for you, dude. It's yeah. so fucking good for you. It's like every but, muscle. But I'd be like... I'll be chan- giving myself like little challenges just to keep my like, oh, I wonder if I can do it this way this time. Just like change good, things yeah. up. Yeah. You know what? I think about this every now and then. It, it's so scary how comfortable I got and how much I'd take the piss when I'm three seconds away from drowning and dying. Some of the stuff I'd do in the ocean pool, I, I'd really just like push myself but you shouldn't be doing that <laughs> in the water. Yeah, like, the, the nose was like, I wonder if my push can get me to the other side without going up for air. 
Yeah, see, that's fucking one mistake, you know, and you're just you're done. I mean, I mean, the one thing is, as long there are ways that you can flow, and there are ways that you can put life jackets in. So there are always ways to float. I watched this thing about free diving though, and uh, you know when like you're absolutely you need to go up for oxygen, and like you, you know, like you just this is it. I'm gonna fucking run out of there and die. Apparently, you're only like forty percent actually done. Yeah, you've got a good amount of time left. You've got a long time left, and it's just your brain giving you warning signals. It's... And what free divers, have, free divers have done is just they figured out how to switch that off. That's why they can go to the bottom of the ocean and walk around for five minutes or even longer. Yeah, um, it's, the amount of time they can stay under is just insane. Yeah, they just have you seen those fucking videos? That's the thalassophobia material. They just fall in a black pit for like five minutes. I, I can't. I can't. I can if, do it, that. if it's anywhere I can't Wait. see, it, I want out. Um, yeah, I must I'm love to see. There's no way there's not a fucking giant squid underneath them or something. Yeah, like. You're just going down there and then you just go, yep, that's a squid. Yep. <laughs> oh, look, there's many stuff in there. You don't actually know what's under there. Yeah, you, it's you, fucked you, up, just, you just float down and then all of a sudden you see pretty colors and you realize you're in a sea of jellyfish. Oh. Hey, even on the ferry to Calais, I'm like, we're going to bump into a fucking whale. It's gonna tip us over and kill me. Oh god, what did I say? To I mean, I'm sim whales. I mean, the thing is, it's not even that far fetched. Whales have literally washed up on those beaches. So. Exactly. I was, um, oh, well, it's still pretty far fetched, but when, it's not impossible. I yeah, I went um, dolphin watching for my birthday this year in um, Tenerife. And there was a couple of whales there as well. Bearing in mind, we were not in a big boat. We were in quite a small boat. There was only room for about. Well, it was a yacht. There was about 10 people on it. Hmm. And it was just like whales and dolphins swimming around us. Yeah, no, I'm good, thanks. At least it's not well, Megalodon. Like in I jumped in. <laughs> I, don't, I don't do whales. <laughs> I jumped whales in. Whales and slugs. See you later. I had, I had some fun. I, I swam with them. Yeah. No. I was the only stupid bastard who decided to jump in the ocean, you know, considering it was January. <laughs> yeah, how how hot was the water? Um, it was like five degrees. Oh, okay. It was cold. That startup founder stuff. Those cold shower guys, you know, they're just like, oh, it makes you healthier or some shit. Yeah, oh, freezing to freezing to death every morning. The um, well, I found the ice bucket challenge very easily. Oh, I found that. Yeah. Did it three times, I think, when I was working abroad. Mate, even if I'm in warm water, I'm still shivering. <laughs> I, like, I could be. I actually, I remember that. Blue lips in thirty degrees water, mate. Yeah, I remember I that one on the first time you swam. Yeah, and people are like, "I'll oh, just swim, you'll warm up." Nah, man, I'm cold the entire way until I get into that shower. I'm cold. Yeah, I'd, I'd be fucked if I landed in the ocean. Unless I was there, I'd just go, just sit on my back, I'll swim, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think you would, I think we, we figured out if someone was to fall into the channel at sea, we've got 10 to 15 minutes, we reckon someone would be able to survive out there for. You can survive, not say you can't survive longer, but if we wanted to get you, make sure you're better, about 10 to 15 minutes, it's really cold. Yeah, no. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I'd be more I scared about whatever the hell is underneath me. 
than I'd be way more concerned about that than how cold it is. Mm. I'd I'd die sooner from like shock of thinking there's a fucking whale underneath me. Mm. I was about to I'll be me. Now I'll be going right. I I would you know, start treading water. Go okay. What's closer, left or right? Oh, mate, <laughs> We're I going just got my back. I've thought about this before. I just got on my back. I'd I'd try in yeah. hypothetical land where I think I'm capable of it. I would go on my back and just fucking flow around. Yeah, it's salty, right? Yeah. You can just float for days and. Yeah, no, I'd um, I'd be on my back and I'd be doing backstroke because that is my strongest yeah. stroke. And I just hope someone finds me. Good I'll, I'll, I'll probably be mate. singing while I do it and hope someone hears me. Yeah. Sing a, a uh, sea shanty, you'll be fine. Yeah, be oh, who lives in a pineapple under the sea? I will, cause I'll die. <laughs> I might get washed up on like Calais or Dover and just think I'm dead. Because fucking, I'd just be like, oh, well, I guess hell does exist. Mm. But uh, the uh, the thing is, is like, especially if you. This is another over. thing. You know, when people have those stupid fucking anxiety thoughts that keep you up all day, dude. What when I was like uh, eight or something, my dad would like take us to um, France pretty much every weekend for lunch because it was cheaper than going literally anywhere else. Yeah, live in the area. Right? Yeah, no, I, I so know. it was like a tenner to take a family to France. Um, and we would like stand on the bars and shit at the ferry and dude, I like, think about that now and it makes my fucking hands sweat, man. Like leaning over and shit, dude. So dumb. How could no. you let that happen? Yeah, I've done that a few times. The, uh, I think the one which would have really messed you up, Glenn, um, back in the Canary Islands, I seem to go on these fun boat rides most in the Canaries. <laughs> I went to Lanzarote and we're doing a day trip to Fuerteventura. Went there, fine. The way back, we knew it was going to be rough when a wave hit the giant ferry and it went over the front. We were going back in a dinghy in comparison to this boat. <laughs> and safe to say, we were going up into the sky and slamming down. I think and, like... Then everyone on the boat was boat sick, apart from me. Nice. I'm kind, yeah, I'm kind of okay. I'm actually okay on boats, more okay than I think I'd be. I think I just have a lot of faith in like the engineering, and I just know it ain't going to tip over anytime soon. And uh, that kind of does it for me. I like, there's lots of things I think I would be anxious about. Flying, for example, I don't, I really don't care about it. And ferries, I don't really care about either. It's just more of like, I don't know, man. Just I, I would still think about what's underneath me in a ferry. But the uh, but you got lots of like materials below you. Yeah. But I've been in really, really, really bad storms on a ferry because I've been on a ferry so much. Not as much as Mark, obviously, but quite no, a bit. But um, he, he lives. On I've it. been in bad storms where, like, you can see that, like, you go under the water and stuff in your room and stuff like that. Um, and it's never really particularly bothered me. No. Um, but uh, as much, definitely not as much as I thought it would. I mean, and flying as well is another one where, like, oh yeah, you I don't fly. consider myself a fan of heights. I'm not like as scared no, as I, a lot of people. I used to when it comes to flying, I'm not particularly bothered by it. I think because the first flight I had, um, the very first flight I had was when I went to the Caribbean when I was like 13, I think. Mm-hmm. And it was turbulence the entire way on a, like a 13, 14 hour flight. And Ooh. it was really, really bad turbulence. So that was like setting the standard for me. 
everything else is just like, oh, I can get out of my seat. This is great. That's the easy flight. <laughs> and I'm just used to turbulence because I, you know, there and back again was 28 when it hours comes, or something. When it comes to fly, I'm not scared of anything. I fly Ryanair. <laughs> <laughs> The, the only reason I don't fly more is because of the fucking check-in process. I'm never going to get my head around. Uh, oh, there yeah. was, but I went, I went. I flew to Malta recently for like work, and um, I just got one of those tickets where you can just take extra carry-on luggage and just yeah. put it overhead. It was so much better. It was just like getting a bus. It was so much better. Like, I, just, so I just. I think from here on out. Just- from here on out, I'm just going to shove everything in a duffel bag and pay for whatever extra flight luggage I can get. I just, I just do self checking now. Yeah, I don't understand any of that stuff, dude. It's, like, people British always say it's so easy when I went last time. I yeah, went, but dude, boop, boop. this is what I was gonna say. People always say it's easy or whatever, but like the standard for easy when it comes to flights, I don't know, man. No, this, this one, my five a.m. I'm still in my bed in it deal brain was just like it's just like do this do this and it gives you like little animations on how to do it while you're doing it okay the i think like so like um we've got a new headquarters at work in lisbon and they keep trying to convince me and my colleague to move over there because we're the only people not moving over there and um they always like i'm always like no i want to be close to london because xyz right and um they're all like, oh, it's just an hour away. No, it ain't. Maybe while you're in the sky, it's an hour It's away. an hour away in the sky, but you've it's got... It's going to take you longer than an hour to get before. on the plane. Yeah, yeah, and then get off the plane. And also, like, getting from Gatwick or something or Luton into London. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, I've done it. Such a boring train or drive. Yeah, I've, I've, or done, I've done from Gatwick to King's Cross to run across the station to get to St. Pancras yeah. so I can get the train back to Deal. It winds me up so, so much when they say it. I'm just like, it's not an hour. I got on the wrong train. I went in the wrong direction for a little bit. <laughs> no! Because I don't do trains. It was my first time on public transport for nearly two years. And when was this? How old were you? That was January. <laughs> just gone. I don't <laughs> do Wait, public not- transport. I drive everywhere. Were you not travelling with anyone? I travelled out with my parents, but mm. they stayed out for another week. I had to go back to work. Right, I get you. Once I'm in familiar land, mate, I don't care where I end up. I can get <laughs> if lost. If I'm back in the, in the UK, oh really? I have, I am like Zorro for direction skills. Like, if you that. drive a car and you have bad direction skills, you're done, mate. I don't have a car because I have that bad direction skills. I can't even like, but my yeah. own town. Mate. Like, like, but that I can I can get around deal if you tell me the pub that it's near. <laughs> okay, I believe that as well. Pubs and takeaways, because I know. I don't know if it's sadder that you might be telling the truth or sadder that I actually believe that you said that. <laughs> I have valid reason why it's pubs. Because Jim, yeah, I'm sure you do. <laughs> because I was a pool player for my local pub. I was captain of the pool team was one game i always really enjoy and i've never been good at well i'm better than, i'm i think i'm better at than i am same as luke like most people in pub games i think yeah it was i got okay at it like one Why? of my teammates my place it? for kent like professionally is that a good 
Is that a good landmark? It's hard to tell what you're playing for Kent means, well, honestly. He's earning money from playing it. Oh, yeah. And he's been on TV. So that's a pretty good gig. So, yeah, he's well, not too do bad. Do you still play it? I don't. I hung up my cues about three years ago. At least in Deal or a pub town, most UK towns, honestly, are pub towns. Um, you have so many opportunities to practice and you don't need to like, actually buy a fucking pool table. Exactly. I oh, used to have a one. pool table. Yeah, yeah, you had one. Never mind. I had one. I don't play it as much since I moved out because they sold my pool table. Oh. Was it a full-size one? Full-size, six by three, <sighs> burgundy, Welsh slate burgundy cloth. I only know how ridiculous that is because my granddad had like a, a half one, I think, and I remember how big of a deal that was. Like, yeah. how much people would make a fuss over it. I, I half can, or they I do it in quarter sizes, right? So it's like quarter, half, and three quarters. There's quarter, half, three quarters, full, and then extra large. Yeah, I think he had like three quarters or a half, or a whatever full, the one is. I had a full long. six by three. Yeah, that's insane. And I love, and it fit in the room perfectly, and there was plenty of room around it. I love that thing. I can still play on it though. There's a pub in Canterbury where it lives now. You sold oh. it to a pub? Huh? That's kind of cool actually. Yeah. Selling it, yeah. Like you're selling it to a pub or whatever. That's always, kind of cool. Yeah, my parents sold it to a pub in Canterbury. I haven't been there yet. Wait, was it one where you like um pay into it? Yeah, it had it had the um the place to pay in. It just we just never had the coin box. Either. Yeah. So oh, all cool, the guy actually. buying it had to do was install the coin box. Yeah. But that I've actually weird. still got... Uh, Should have, like, marked it underneath or something. Oh, I did. Oh, okay. There's a Pokemon <laughs> sticker under it or something. <laughs> <laughs> like a yeah, Pikachu from when you were 12. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a Pikachu sticker. Oh, literally what I just said. Yeah, it was a Pikachu sticker. Yeah, I am... Um, I stuck it in where there's a hole underneath. I stuck it in there so you can actually see it, but you could feel it. Yeah, if you feel it. Because, you know. It's kind of cool, actually. Yeah, it was my baby. Like, my parents bought it, but it was my baby. <laughs> like, I was the only one that ever used it. It's also a game you can practice by yourself. Exactly. And I did. It's like a big a... limiting factor, especially to like. Either if you're a single child or like there's not many ch- uh, siblings your age or whatever mm. to like get good at something because usually to like you know be significantly good at something you have to start an early age. Yeah, I, if you want to compete in it, especially my, my my first game of pool was at six. Yeah, there you go. I and think I probably I, tried at six because my granddad, but uh, was never good at it. And I played through tours about twenty-one. Yeah, why don't you play anymore? Um, I mean, other than the um, global crisis. Um, well, the pool team I did play with, we don't play together anymore. All our lives just got filled up with other things. That's kind of sad. I always think it's kind of nice to have those types of things. Exactly. Like, um, one of my guys went off to play professionally. Got a, he was He could seven ball me with his wrong hand. Damn. Like, he was right-handed and he could seven ball me left-handed. Like, he was that good. When you compete um, in those areas, is it just other local teams? Like the people come down from like, um, England? For us, it was just local teams. Mm. But he joined the, like the other, We I played on a Tuesday league, which was like a mixed divisions, which was, you know, it was all right. It, there you was still some think, really good players. 
you know i think it's cool to be good at that type of stuff it's because the one day you meet someone new or like you have a new friend or maybe it's a work colleague or whatever and you go to the pub and then you play pool with them you just yeah. fucking smash them like <laughs> yeah i like i really like the idea of people with like those hidden skills or whatever it's that like can sh- that can actually practically show themselves in like whatever social situation yeah i'm well, i'm looking forward to it's the only thing it's the only reason i actually want to go back to a pub at the moment i am dying for a round of pool yeah because i haven't played this year i'll play you this is the longest i've gone without playing which is weird because i can actually play at home really you have space well if i use my carpet as the pool rug it won't be exactly the same but i have two cues on the floor on the floor i've got two cues and i've got a set of balls a legit set you have your own pool cue that's kind of cool yeah i had six at one point i'd fucking love a pool i thought about like i've got i've got two one's called elena and the other one is called bertha does everyone name their pool cues? Or no, it was only me at my team. <laughs> but Bertha was the first cue I got when I was 13. And she's my breaker. Are she, they all the same sizes or no? Uh, no, Bertha is a 10 millimeter, 10 millimeter tip, which is a bit of a fat one. You know, standard pub fat tips. Nope, I have no idea. <laughs> and then uh, Elena is a uh, an 8 millimeter tip. So Basically, she's a bit smaller. She's a bit better for spin. What do people so use competitively? Breaker and a striker. Competitives use six. Okay. Use proper thin Because they tips. can be more precise, I'm guessing. More precise, more spin. Yeah, okay. It's easier to do spin. And they're a bit lighter as well, so you can do the softer shots better. Mm-hmm. Whereas, whereas me, I'm a... So it's just more control in general than yeah. more discipline control. Yeah, the okay. trip, the trick with pool is half the power, twice the accuracy. See, when I pick anything up, I'd probably just jump straight to that and then complain when I can't hit anything. <laughs> I'd just Google like what competitive people use, try that, and then just give up. Yeah, no. I am. Um, yes, my parents got me a um, a mini pool table when I was a kid. Like I had a mini pool table, mini foosball table, and like a desk. And that's where I basically learned how to play till I was tall enough to play on an actual table, which is about two, three years later. I was, I started beating my stepdad from about 10 years old onwards. And I seven balled him two years later for the first time. That's quite an accomplishment. I don't know what any of that means. Basically, basically I whitewashed him. I got, I beat him before he took a shot. Good. And at 12 oh, years okay. old, I was hella proud. Wait, are there seven total? Is it 14 total? There's 15 balls on the, the table. There's, there's seven of each seven color and then the black, and then one. A black one. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Excluding white- the white one. Yeah. Yeah. I whitewashed him. <laughs> okay. Absolutely wonderful. I've learned something new today then. What whitewashing means. That's good, yeah. In pool terms, at least. I never in my life have understood what the fuck the chalk is for other than I just assume <laughs> friction but I always use it to make myself look smart it's a good That's choice awesome, yeah. the, the chalk actually makes sure you get the right connection between the Q tip and the ball so uh, yeah, I assume the ball like actually goes thing. where you want it to go Yeah, okay. but can you over chalk it yes 
okay. Which is why you see some people I, like they'll chalk I, up and they'll go, yeah, okay. blow the excess. That's what I do. That's what I do. It's what you do. I don't know why. No, I do. Just to get no, rid of excess. Force habit, I guess. Force habit. It's just like instant. I just figured it looked intelligent. It, it's... Made myself look like a pro, mate. Exactly. But yeah, it's uh, I've played for a lot of years and I gave it up and I kind of miss it a little bit at the moment. You, did you actually give it up though? Did you like actively think I'm not going to play anymore? I haven't played since the spring of last year. But is that circumstantial? Is it just no, no, I had plenty of happened? opportunities where I could have gone out and played. Oh, and you just opted not to? I've just opted not to. Like, I don't have anything like that, like social um, uh, hobbies, I guess it would be called. Mm. But like kind of competitive stuff kind of lives in a different category for me. But I would probably really like to, at least in hindsight. Yeah, I'd be really lazy about it. I'd probably just like be tired one day. I'd never go. But I always, again, like... The idea of just being able to like roll up to a pub and like have a pint with someone you just I don't know maybe had a meeting with or something and then just like absolutely owned them at pool. <laughs> yeah, negotiations. I really there's like hidden that. skills and shit. Like, I love that stuff so much. Yeah, I think that'll be my thing for 2021. Just start playing pool a bit more often again. Yeah, you don't have to be competitive about it. But maybe no, I just like, want to have a bit of fun about it. Yeah. Well, the competitive is normally done on a Tuesday for the level I'm at. And I think where the open mics were always on a Tuesday, they they started intermixing. Right. And I yeah. so I picked my singing over my pool. Ah, uh, I see, I see. Okay. And then then I stopped playing pool every Sunday with my stepdad because they moved to Kingsdale and I moved to Sheldon. So we weren't going to the pub around the corner every week. I see, I see. Yeah. So I just then I was just like, well, I've got no one to play with now, so what's the point? That yeah. was last spring. It was a, <laughs> I think it was around the time where I think Luke made his final decision where he was going for university. So, And Luke was like the last person I was actually playing with. Yeah. So. Yeah, man, when you're in London next. Oh, I'll yeah. give you a game, mate. Yeah. You might Shame win. What a I'm real so pool player looks like. I'm I'm so rusty. I'm have uh, to revert to what got me winning to start with. What was that? Get I pissed. had a name. Oh, okay. I was the flukester. Oh, I'm getting lucky. I don't really believe in that shit. When it's a game like pool, which is so objectively skill based, though, like. Trust me, there was nothing skilled about what I did. <laughs> okay. I could. Okay. I could hit a ball, bounce it off six cushions, and it would go in. Calculated move, mate. No, no, no. I would just go, in the name of me. Mine's secretly working. <laughs> so, like, it, you, it's, it's in your mind. You're good at math. Yeah. Like, it's right muscle here, memory, here. dude. That's why. You're not giving yourself I, credit for it. I literally just went, they had a running joke in my pool team. If I could hit it, I could get it in. Like, it didn't matter You're what position then. it was. If I could hit my colour... It was going in somehow. Reincarnated from a pool player or something. Mm. Telling you. <laughs> and my God of pool. But every yeah. time there was a fluky shot coming up and it was my turn, someone in my team would go, and in the name of Chris Phillips, and I'd smack it and it would go in somewhere. 
it was such a running uh... joke that I stopped saying, um, I stopped accepting drinks for winning because I was just too busy laughing. So you just get like all these drinks just start piling up. Well, every time you win a single, the opponent should offer you a drink, and I just started turning them down. Well, Glenn, it has been an absolute pleasure having you on. Thank you, Chris. It was nice to be here. Yeah, uh, we hope to see you again. We will see you again, but I meant on the podcast. (laughs) Yeah, that'd be fun. So it'll be... Season two penultimate episode. Oh, yeah. If I beat Natalie in views. Oh. What what if you don't? That's impossible. (laughs) Impossible. What if I'm really famous and none of you guys just realize it? So it's one tweet away and then it's like 50,000 50, views or something. You know what, I mean. well, If you could, that'd be awesome. <laughs> Appreciate See that. See what happens, mate. See what happens. See what happens. But we will catch you again. Have a good time. Yeah, and we'll see you sometime. Mm. See you later. Bye. Hello, everybody. I hope you enjoyed our guest. We've had some good laughs and good conversation. That was a really good guess, actually. I really enjoyed that one. Oh, I did well. Looking forward to seeing uh, a couple of our guests of this season again in, um, for the next time. Yeah, in, you, yeah. yeah, you might have heard at the start, but that was our last guest of season mm. one. Mm. I can't believe we're, we're closing season one on our next episode. I know. It's going to be a good one. The last episode of the year, the last episode of season one, which is going to be on December 19th, a week before Christmas. It's going to be our Christmas special. If you're going to watch us, yes, at least one of us is going to be in fancy dress. Well, yeah. well obviously, I did the last episode. I did the thing that I brought to the season, the jingles. Yeah. The jingle jingles. Lovely jingles that have lasted for most of the episodes. Uh, throughout so, the season yeah apart from like a couple that we tried up a little interesting stuff yeah and I did the Halloween one. one true uh, so I did the last one last time so on a closing note we have the one the only Chris Phillips taking us away and this is completely improv. I had something earlier and I've forgotten it, so I'm just going to improv it on the spot now. <sighs> the barcast is where we're at. The barcast, and we're more than that. We sing, we laugh, we have good friends. And at the end, we'll have the ends. Blah da 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 da. Come drink with us at the bar. Do So, what do you think? I think it's nice, spontaneous. As I said, that's what mine have always been. Yeah. <laughs> As you can see, I I sucked on the rhymes a little there, but it was, it was fun. It's never easy. That's a lost little touch at the end. Yeah, and it's not that's the first improv one I die. I normally have a bit of a prep, but I thought mm. I'd do an improv. But yeah, folks, that is all we have time for. Which is not surprising considering how long this is. <laughs> um a big shout out to Glenn, our special yeah. guest for this episode. He was brilliant. Indeed. 
Uh, we will catch you in two weeks on December 19th. Bye. Take care.